this is Linda Vetris Nichols, and do I have an amazing woman to introduce you to, Dr. Bindu Babu. Welcome, Dr. Bindu. Thank you, Linda. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. You have the most amazing story of transformation, and I would love to have you share it with everyone. Sure. I, I would love to. If it, you know, it's all about you know, understanding that our life journey is what makes us who we are today. And, you know, it, it, it's who I am. Yes, I love that part. <laughs> I own it. <laughs> so go for it. Um, so a, a little bit about myself. I, I went through, uh, I am a medical physician. And I went through my journey where um, I realized that I was picking up things that didn't make sense to me. Okay. Um, but I knew it was something out of the ordinary in the sense that it wasn't just luck or it was just, you know, being smart, even though I couldn't understand or grasp that because I was so into science. Like I was very, very left brained okay. And, um, you know, I would pick up things in my patients or my clients and, and then I would be like, oh, now it's nothing. It's just luck. It's so forth. But I knew, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I knew, it, I just thought it was luck. Ah. And then I read this book by Dr. Brian Weiss, um, Many Lives, Many Masters. And yeah. that completely, completely changed my life. Um, cool. You know, for me in so many ways, because it resonated the fact that um, here's another, another medical physician um, who, you know, he was Yale trained or Ivy League trained and um, he went through, he, he was uh, chairman of psychiatry in Florida, and he's written like hundreds of publications of scientific background. And then he decided to do um, hypnotherapy on one of his patients, oh. and he tapped into their past lives. Wow. Yeah. So that was profound. Um, he's yeah. coming from a Jewish background where, you know, these things are not very familiar to him as opposed to other religions. Mm -hmm. And he went through his journey and it took him almost 10 years before he came out with the book uh, where he decided, you know, he needed to help other people in, in a different scale, mm -hmm. um, more spiritual, mindfulness, life purpose. And, um, you know, it, it, it was a big leap for him, you know, yeah. his, his career, his life, everything was science, science. Right. And he's done such, him and his wife have done amazing, amazing work all over the world. I mean, he's been on Oprah, he's been on, you know, with Deepak, I mean, the whole spiel. Right. And I, you know, decided that since this resonated more with me, I went after him and I got trained by him to become oh, like wonderful. a past life regression therapist. Yeah. And that was how oh. it set me into my journey of coming out of not just science, but to incorporate different holistic views. Right. Um, so then I did my, you know, I became a Reiki master. I then did my doctorate in natural medicine. Then I did my PhD in integrative medicine. And now I do a lot of work. Um, I'm an ex my expertise is on narcissism and narcissistic toxic relationships and their healing and recovery of people who've been in those relationships. Um, but I do a lot of work in the scientific field where I bring science showing how much mindfulness or meditation and Harvard studies that prove gray matter rebirth and growth and so forth so that the science world now can incorporate my knowledge to help heal people. So mm -hmm. it, it's, it's been a journey. Yeah, very cool journey. And you've even been asked to come and speak for even different community events. And tell us a little bit more about that. What, what people reach out to you and ask you for? 
connecting community? So I, um, well, locally in New York, I do a lot of uh, nonprofit organization work um, called New American Motors Association. And I am the director of Leadership Academy part of it, where I do a lot of community education and community work in regards to mindfulness, um, domestic abuse, mental limiting factors of the mindset and trying to overcome all those uh, fears. And right now with COVID going on, I've been doing a lot of work with the EMS, um, with the unions, with meditation, mindfulness, healing. So whatever I can do for the community now with the quarantine, I've been doing. I've been doing group uh, workshops on Zoom with um, people who are going through quarantine and relationship issues. And it, it's, it's been just a plethora of things that I've been Wonderful. doing right now. I yeah. love how you have that community outreach and you were, you were kind of raised with that attitude, right? Tell us a little bit about, you know, your parents and your upbringing. So my parents, um, they're from Kerala, India. My mother came here as a nurse back in the late seventies. Okay. And, um, then my father came, they were both the eldest in their family. Um, you know, they, they came here, they worked hard during that time. In the beginning, they actually brought, applied for their siblings to come. Both of them were ahead of a household of eight to nine siblings each. Wow. And, um, you know, they applied then. It took at that time almost 10 to 15 years for them to get their, you know, citizenship or green cards for the siblings to come. They came here. They helped them start their lives here. I remember as a kid, we all lived together at one point and wow. moved out. And I've, I've been seeing how much my parents were giving at the same time raising me and my sister and you know um going from you know we used to live in brooklyn then we moved to long island so it, it was interesting how much community work they also did for our society as right. well you know with the different organizations indian organizations that we were involved so they they really kind of just was giving people you know mm -hmm. and they didn't have to you know you right. A lot of times when you come to a new country with maybe like the usual stories, $2 in your pocket, you don't have much, you, you know, you're learning a new language, you're learning a new culture, yeah. different foods that you can't even get here at that time. I mean, now you have so much, but back in those days, mm -hmm. you know, you didn't even have a place of worship, you know, wow. if you were a Hindu or if you're, so mm -hmm. they, they combated all that. And a lot of time human tendency is let me try to survive first before I can give. But my parents yeah. kind of did everything together in one shot. So wow. they made it, they made it pretty strong to me that if you put your mind to anything, you can do it. It's all about heart. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I worked for world relief and helped out with um, the resettlement of Russian refugees who were leaving for religious persecution and um yeah that was interesting how then when their families started to come um they were then empowered to help them so that's it that's really something that your parents came and were able to do all that on their own that's that's quite the story <laughs> it, it, there was nobody here for them at that time so right very small community very small like it, it's not what it is now no I totally get that. That's very cool. Okay. And so finding contentment, what does that really mean to you when you hear those words, finding contentment? Well, you know, we, to me, 
we live in a culture or society, which it is also, you know, what we are taught from our families. And we do, our, I think as parents, we do it on the basis of helping our children have a good life. Right. You know? And it's always goal-driven happiness. Um, you know, you, you're born, you know, be careful, you need to make money, be careful, get yourself educated so that you can make money and you can have a sustainable, you know, beautiful life with a house and a car and, you know, you don't want to be on the streets. I mean, these are things that the fears right. that parents have on their children. So you can't really blame anybody. It's what's worked from them, from their parents, right? And generations, because if you think mm -hmm. of the United States, it's an immigrant basis. Everybody mm -hmm. came here either out of poverty or a new life or, so it's already mentally in them mm -hmm. to make sure their children have a better life than us. And what's great fear-driven teachings, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, all of us have that, I would be, I'm gonna get happy when I get a college degree, or I'm going to be happy when I get my house, or when I get married, or when yeah. I have my children, or, you know, we're all goal-oriented. And with that mm -hmm. mindset for, since childhood, right. you're, you're never understanding that, no, I can be happy right here at this moment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not when I get the house. I mean, that's great. It's an addition, an adjuvant. Right. But I'm happy right here. You know, I, I have food. I have my home. I I'm I'm okay. I don't really care what the Joneses have, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. That's huge. Right there. It's huge. <laughs> huge. I mean, I have neighbors who are like, oh, look at their flowers. I need to go to Home Depot and get better flowers, or I need yeah. to match them, if not better. And it's because you're not content with what you have. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So when you really love yourself and this moment and you understand I'm okay, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with all my deficiencies and yeah. with all my positive attributes. And that's when you really kind of sit there and you're like, I, I feel good. I'm content. Right. And outer contentment only comes from inner contentment. Like if you don't have the inner contentment, you're not going to be happy with what's outside of you. Right. And there's even people who like, are depressed and like, I shouldn't be depressed. I have all this stuff, you know, and I have this and that and the next thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right? So I'm not associating the two. It's just that same idea. So does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. You know, and um, it's interesting, it, you know, it, we are kind of, it's like a paradox of how the way we are driven, but yet there's a religious belief of trusting and having faith in God, you know, mm -hmm. that everything will work out. But because of fear, it's, it's a contradictory thinking, mm -hmm. you know, the concept is not there, but it's really there. It's just be content. And when you find yeah. your commitment, like you said, inside, mm -hmm. everything else falls in place. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. It was so good to get to know you a little bit better. <laughs> Same here. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.